there are so many people who wonder about the meaning of the word gospel. Even many Christians, sad to say, don't know what the word gospel means. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. We're talking with Pastor Joe Jackowitz, the president of First Love Ministries and the pastor of Christ Bible Church in Pleasanton, California. Our topic, clarifying the meaning of the gospel. Yes, that's important because so often new believers or people who haven't really read the Bible much before are told to start with the Gospels, and particularly the Gospel according to John. And the Gospel. It's one of those terms that Christians tend to throw around a lot, just assuming that everyone knows exactly what it means. And even those who do know the meaning don't always take the time to meditate on it and to feel the full weight, the full impact of that term and all that it entails. So we asked Pastor Joe, who, of course, for decades has been an ardent student and teacher of the scriptures, to take a moment to clarify that and expound on it for everyone. What is meant by the gospel as opposed to the other writings in the Bible? Well, first, to your point, I can't tell you how many people over the years, over 37 years of pastoring that uh, I have directed to the Gospel of John to start their study Mm. of the Bible. So you're right about that. Uh, Maybe a couple of thousand people, I would say, start at the Gospel of John, because the Gospel of John really has a combination of things that beginners in Bible study would be most helpful to learn. But as far as your question about what is meant by the Gospel— compared to the other writings in the Bible? That is indeed a very good question. And there are so many people who wonder about the meaning of the word gospel. Even many Christians, sad to say, don't know what the word gospel means. The word gospel literally means good news. And it occurs about, oh, 90, 95 times in the New Testament. It comes from the Greek word euangelion, from which we get our English words evangelist, evangel, and evangelical. In a wide sense, the gospel is the entirety of Scripture. It's the whole Bible, because every verse in the Bible speaks directly or or indirectly to the need of salvation through Christ, or to obtaining the knowledge of God through Christ. So in that sense, the whole Bible is the gospel. But more narrowly, The gospel is the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. Of course, we should give a summary of the gospel and what that means. The key to understanding the gospel is to know why it's good news. To do that, we must start with the bad news. You see, in order to appreciate the good news, we have to understand what the bad news is. And the gospel begins with the story about the bad news. In the Old Testament law, the Ten Commandments, The Decalogue was given to Israel during the time of Moses. Moses received the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. The law, the Ten Commandments, can be thought of as a measuring stick, and sin is anything that falls short of perfect according to the perfect standard of the law. 
the righteous requirement of the law is so stringent that no human being could possibly keep it perfectly, in letter or in spirit, either way. Many people compare themselves to other people in order to measure themselves by other people who are worse than them as sinners, mm-hmm. uh, and to convince themselves that they deserve to go to heaven. They'll say, well, I'm, as, I'm not as bad as this person or that person over there. Right. But they don't realize that God's standard for heaven is not measured by comparing ourselves to other people. Uh-uh. The Bible teaches that we are all in the same spiritual boat. We all have sinned, and the punishment for sin is death. That is, separation from God, hell, and eternal damnation. Romans 3 says, For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So, in order for us to go to heaven, sin must be somehow removed or paid for. The law established, remember, the fact that cleansing from sin can only happen through the bloody sacrifice of an innocent life. We read about this in Hebrews 9 through the phrase, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So the gospel involves Jesus' death on the cross as the offering to fulfill the law's righteous requirement that, like I said earlier, we couldn't live up to. Under the law, animal sacrifices in the Old Testament were offered year after year as a reminder of sin and a symbol of the coming sacrifice of Christ. And when Christ offered himself on the cross as the once-for-all sacrifice for sin, that symbol in the Old Testament became a reality for all who would believe as they put their faith in Jesus Christ. And the work of atonement is now finished, and that's the good news, that Jesus died on the cross for sinners. The work of atonement is permanently accomplished. And so the gospel also involves Christ's resurrection on the third day. It says, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. The fact that Jesus conquered sin and death and that he shares that victory with those who believe is the greatest news of all. You talk about good news. Oh yes, the good news of Christ's victory in conquering sin and death and that he shares that victory with all of us who believe is truly good news. Yes, thank you, Lord. And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Joe, Joe Jackowitz, in just a moment. So do stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word, and Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's connectionswithrichandbobby.com. And there you'll find all of our podcasts and all of our contact information. You can also connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, tweet us on Twitter, or listen to us on Pandora. Now let's return to our talk with Pastor Joe as he continues sharing about the specific meaning of the gospel. Now, let me just mention quickly the elements of the gospel, which are clearly stated in probably the most famous summary of the gospel in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians 15, beginning at verse 3. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, 
that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried and he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the Twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to this present time, but some have fallen asleep. I want you to notice, first of all, that Paul received the gospel and then passed it on. This is a divine message, not a man-made invention that he received from God. He didn't create it. He didn't make it up. And then he passed it on to others. Second, the gospel is of first supreme importance. Everywhere the apostles went, they preached the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. Third, the message of the gospel is accompanied by proofs. That's what this passage of 1 Corinthians 15 says, that Christ died for our sins, that is, he, it was proved by his burial, and he rose again the third day, which was proved by eyewitnesses. And fourth, all this was done according to the scriptures. The theme of the whole Bible is the salvation of God's people through Christ, through faith in Christ. And so the whole Bible is the gospel. Either directly or indirectly, every verse in the Bible points us to Jesus Christ. And so the gospel is the good news that God loves the world enough to give his only son to die for our sin. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The gospel is good news because our salvation and eternal life are guaranteed through Christ. Jesus said, my father's house in there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. That's a guarantee. That's good news. It is also said in 1 Peter 1 that we are saved to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and does not fade away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So the gospel is good news also when we understand that we cannot earn our salvation. The work of salvation is complete, having been finished on the cross. We cannot add to it. Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. That means he's the sacrifice for our sins. It was completed, the once-for-all sacrifice. And so the gospel is the good news that we who were once enemies of God have been reconciled to God by the blood of Christ and adopted into the family of God. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons of God. And part of the gospel means that the good news is that there is no condemnation now for those who are in Christ Jesus. So to reject the gospel is to embrace the bad news, that we're all sinners going to hell, and we're all condemned before God as a result of our sin and unbelief and a lack of faith in Christ, and he's the only way of salvation. Then we could be saved if we put our trust in him. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. God has given a doomed world good news. 
the gospel of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Praise God. There is no better news than that. That is good news. And that is the whole gospel message itself. But let me ask you, Pastor Joe, when people say um, the gospel, are they sometimes referring to the New Testament? But you're saying that it's really the whole Bible. Well, it's there's several different ways we can interpret the gospel, that phrase. Some people, especially in reform circles, when you say the gospel, when they say the gospel, they're talking about the whole Bible because they're isolating on Christ and they're mm -hmm. saying that the whole gospel is, is circumscribed by the Bible. And there is a sense in which that is true, but that is not the normal meaning of the phrase. That's kind of a, a secondary or a more ex obscure meaning of the term the gospel. It is true, though, that that is a, a valid definition of the gospel as a meaning the whole Bible. But the more specific reference is the plan of salvation as defined in the New Testament about repentance and faith. Uh, the elements of the gospel that we read in the New Testament about the resurrection and the need for the new birth and repentance and the need to trust in Christ, the message about grace, that we're saved by grace through faith, all of those uh, are part of the gospel, the larger gospel message. The sheer gospel of Christ's victory over sin and death is more than just good news, it's life. Life everlasting to all who call upon his name. Yes, for all who truly call upon his name. Praise God. Our thanks to Pastor Joe Jackowitz, the president of First Love Ministries and the pastor of Christ Bible Church, for clarifying for us all that is meant by the gospel. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear the current one again or invite others to listen, just go to our website at connectionswithrichandbobby.com. Then, if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our podcast on Pandora. And you can connect with us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.